Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me. It's your escape show. It's the Glenn Ralph Show. And it can be heard on Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. If you would like to email the show, you know you can always do that at theglenralphshow at gmail.com. Today I'm having on Rhea and Rachel, or Rachel and Rhea, they are the Gala Sisters. And as always, the show is unscripted and unedited. But first, here is what you need. Resin Gifts by Katie. Looking for unique and original gift ideas? You can stop right here. Resin Gifts by Katie offers a multitude of amazing products and gift ideas. Everything is handmade from resin. Everything. From keychains to dolls to chessboards, trinket boxes, stuff for children, and so much more. Resin Gifts by Katie also makes memorial pieces for your loved one's ashes. If all that is not enough, Resin Gifts by Katie also customizes customizes, customizes items. Yep, you can have your name put on almost any item. A great gift idea. Surprise your family and friends with a personalized gift. Katie also makes items light up. Get lit with Resin Gifts by Katie. Who doesn't want to see their name in lights? Very reasonably priced compared to the competition. Go to Facebook and simply search Resin Gifts by Katie and let the fun begin. Resin Gifts by Katie, not only gifts for family and friends, but you can give yourself a gift as well. So check Resin Gifts by Katie out. When else? Today. Okay. Like I said, I have the Gala Sisters coming on today. And they're going to be talking about Joe Exotic, the Tiger King. They're very, very much behind him. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, Rhea and Rachel, or is it Rachel and Rhea, the Gala Sisters? I think, I'm Rachel, and I'm Rhea, and we're the Gala Sisters. Nice to meet you. And you know what? I, I can't play it back now, but I think in my intro I said that my guests today are going to be, I think I said the Gala Twins. We're Irish twins. You're Irish twins. I heard that on your episode. You're 18 months apart or 15 months apart or something. Yeah, it's not actually a real thing. It's, right. It's just kind of like something that people say. Yeah. Right, right. But yeah, I, I think I... Uh, well, I just corrected it if I did screw it up. I think I did for some reason. Oh, it's totally fine. We get that full time. It's yeah. not like a real thing. Yeah, right, because no, no, I, I guess I was in my head from listening to your episode on your YouTube channel. We'll get to all that for everybody. And yeah, I think that's why when I was doing my spiel and my intro, I think I said twins, but not a big deal. Welcome to the show, Rachel and Rhea. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sure. So you guys emailed me because you had Tammy Springer on as my listeners remember Tammy Springer is the executive assistant and power of attorney for Joe Exotic, the Tiger King. And you had yeah. her on as a guest, and I listened to that episode. It was very good. And you're very behind Joe Exotic, and you want to talk about his appeal that is coming up in September. Yes. No, go, go right ahead. I know you're big supporters of Joe. So... We've been watching everything about Joe, and since we're human rights activists, and on our YouTube channel, we picked up cases where we we believe people have been denied due process, and 
they investigate them, et cetera, and look into it and report on it. We just started seeing some things in here that really didn't seem like it made sense. It seemed like maybe there was a setup of some kind. I mean, we've seen this before. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, we have. And you see, if you look at behaviors, you see that Joe walks away from most situations when it comes to um, a person-to-person confrontation. Like when he basically lost his zoo to Jeff, he just disappeared in the night. He didn't really fight it. He didn't threaten Jeff. He just left. He went and he got a job. And we all know that he got arrested while he was trying to get a job at a hospital. And then you see on camera, you see Jeff threatening to kill him if he would come back. Right. And yeah, but you never, ever, ever see Joe saying, I would kill someone. And then Peacock made that ridiculous miniseries that looked like it was written by a five-year-old. Yeah, I didn't... turned him into a bad guy. Yeah, I have to say, I did not see that. I I know Ovid. I didn't even know about it when, when it came out, but I know Ovid now. I think it was called Joe versus Carol. I did not see that. Yeah, and they tur- they like made it where like he like murdered all his tigers. It was really, really, really weird. Hmm. Yeah, I like I said, I don't know much about that, but they can skew anything the way that, that they want to. And when it comes to fight or flight, yeah, Joe, it, according to, on the documentary Tiger King, they showed him, he packed everything up and he just, he just hauled ass. He, he just took off. I mean, this is what Tammy said. She said about Joe versus Carol, she said that Joe himself, he said that the guy that played him, he said he was too gay. I heard I heard that on your show. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he was too gay. He was too gay. I thought that was funny. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. It was funny. So, yeah, and in your episode with Tammy, you guys were also talking about how the amount of time that Joe Exotic was sentenced to is unfair compared to people who actually have murdered somebody gets the same amount of time or even less in some cases or get or is sentenced to how, however many years but gets out a lot earlier and joe was sentenced to 22 years and he didn't even touch anybody he didn't murder anybody well that's a pretty famous guy his name is adam clausen and he's a youtuber and his now wife and girlfriend was trying to get him out. He had gotten, like, he, like, robbed a judge or something, and he got over, like, 200 years for, like, a ju- for robbing a judge. I mean, he's out now, but he must have spent 25 years behind bars. Wow. Yeah. So, it is possible to get him out. Well, and we're in Minnesota, you know, Minneapolis, where George Floyd was murdered, and our wonderful attorney general who actually, he went through his own um, issues with fake allegations and et cetera, which we won't go into, but he overcame his own stuff. And he was in charge of prosecuting Derek Chauvin. And Derek Chauvin, um, he got got counts uh, federally and state, but each count was about the same sentence as Joe. But he actually committed murder on camera. Right. Joe didn't hurt anybody. No. Right. Yeah, well, that happened because that guy, whatever his name is, that killed George Floyd because he was a cop. Cops sometimes don't even see a day in prison when they kill somebody uh, unjustly or they commit other crimes. They they don't even see a day in prison. So that was only because he was a cop, which goes to show you how the justice system is just not fair. No. Not fair at all. And then now we have trial by media, which is a big thing. Well, right. that, That can't be stopped. That has been going on for a long time, and that's going to continue to go on. So it's hard to put that aside because you can't really ignore it. It can drive you crazy, I imagine, being in that situation, being tried by the media, because everybody has an opinion. Everybody is going to judge you one way or the other. 
well, that's why we do things like this with you. But then we look at Joe Sadik and I'm just like, what, what exactly did he go to prison for? What? <laughs> yeah, weren't, I was going to say, weren't most of the charges having to do with the USDA and misfiled paperwork or paperwork he didn't file or was filled out incorrectly? It was not all about the murder for hire that they couldn't really prove. No. And, you know, and, and then Cheryl Bassing is sitting there free, and we all know she probably has to do with her husband's disappearance. Oh, I totally believe that she killed Don Lewis. I was. I think recently. I think pretty much a lot of people do at this point. Recently, I was watching a YouTube two video had to do with her and her body language. They were playing interviews of her talking about Don Lewis's disappearance and this and that. And the body language expert was saying that she was acting inappropriately for the situation and the questions that she was being asked. She, she would laugh. It was a nervous, nervous giggle or a nervous laugh. And just how she was responding it didn't seem to be in line with how somebody in that position should respond. So I totally well, believe that she had something to yeah. do with it. That's a very good point. And if you see in the documentary that the guy that he supposedly hired to kill Carol Baskin, again, you, we go by what people say most of the time. That's what Rhea and I do. And he said, I would never do anything Joe asked me to. And Joe separately from him said, I could never ask him to do anything because he was Jeff Lowe's right-hand man. So he never listened to me. So you're saying that he went and Joe would trust him to go carry out a hit? It doesn't make any sense. Right, and for $3,000, we weren't talking about a million dollars. That would be a different story. Let's be honest. Money influences people and can make it, it can bring people together. It can make people friends all of a sudden. But for $3,000, why would somebody give someone that they don't trust $3,000 and expect expect anything to be done because what ended up happening he went to south carolina and he didn't even go to florida to do anything to carol baskin whole thing just doesn't make any sense it sounds like literally sounds like somebody just wanted a pretty petty revenge right and the judge from what tammy springer was telling me is very biased. He's very against Joe, whether uh, the judge is homophobic or it, w whatever the reason. He just does not, he's not on Joe's side at all. He, he won't even be impartial because there was, was another case. I think that was a case with that Joe lost the million dollar case to Carol Baskin, correct? Was that the same judge? I think so. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I have that right. So the, the judge is a big issue, and with this appeal that we're going to be talking about coming up in September, is that going to be the same judge that's going to be overseeing that? Tammy said that they're trying to get a new judge, and they, they just won't know until the last minute. That's the kind of thing that it could really be anybody. Yeah. And they're, they're not getting all. Yeah, and it could drag okay. out. Mm-hmm. They could. Well, then there's that whole Big Cat Rescue um, bill that's been going to, uh, before Congress that Joe has been, because Joe, Tammy tweets on Twitter for Joe. He sends her emails and then he, she tweets for him. Yeah. And he's saying that it'll be a big mistake to pass it. And we're nonpartisan, you know. And Joe Biden has said that he supports it and just makes us wonder, has he even watched all the documentary evidence on this? Has he looked at it? Would it be the first time that he tried to say someone was guilty before, you know, he looked at all the evidence? No. No. No, no. No, no. As Chris Cuomo's friend, I'll tell you right now, he did the same thing to Chris's older brother, Andrew. Yeah, they said, do you think Andrew Cuomo should resign? And he said, well, I haven't looked at any of the evidence, but yes. So he's going yeah. around doing the same thing with Joe, pretty much. And Joe has said this bill is bad news because 
all it does is empower Carol Baskin because Carol Baskin says she has a sanctuary for big cats. No, honey, you have a business. You're making money, and you're trying to monopolize it by taking out all of your rivals, and you're trying to use the government to do it. I mean, she went after Jack Hanna. Who you know? Who which? I think he is good. I think at least he was good friends with Joe Zodic before he got either Alzheimer's or dementia. She went after so many others. Yeah. Now, isn't Joe Exotic right now trying to petition President Biden to help him yes. get out of prison? Yes, the same way he did to um, with Trump, right? Uh, Trump. Can leave his name. Sorry. Yeah, and I was actually I surprised. I was actually, I kind of thought Trump would have given Joe a pardon. I don't know why. It was just a gut feeling. And I was a oh, little bit surprised when Trump it didn't would. happen. There's, there's a very clear reason why Trump would be. Why? Because Joe wants to run for president. Oh, but do you really think that, that, that Trump would see Joe Exotic as major competition, as a threat? I, I, I don't know about that. I do. I think that he would. You do? Yeah. Well, you'll never know. It could have been any reason. Joe and Trump have somewhat similar personalities, except that Joe is, um, he leans left more, and Joe is a libertarian. So he stands somewhere in the middle, kind of like we do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and we all know that that type of personality can win elections. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look at, like, Mitt Romney or look at like uh, Joe Manchin. Yeah, I think politics definitely plays into this somewhat. Oh, I'm sure it plays into politics somehow when you, t- you get to that level. It it plays a big, big part. A huge part. It shouldn't, yeah. but it's unavoidable. I mean, we can keep begging President Biden to pardon him, but again, we, we're working on some other things getting the Equal Rights Amendment published. But actually, the Equal Rights Amendment, I know that it's billed as something that would help abortion rights and reproductive rights, but it actually would help men, too. Because we we actually spoke to one of the lawyers who has argued for the Equal Rights Amendment, and she said that a lot of times men, in this case Joe, get harsher uh, punishments for doing the same crimes as women, which is, I mean, that's just ridiculous. That should never happen. And the Equal Rights Amendment would fix that. And we have been trying to get Joe Biden to publish that because basically None. it's completely ratified. It doesn't need to go through Congress. It went through all the states. They voted on it. It's ready to go. Trump blocked it. He instructed the archivist not to publish it. So the archivist is basically the librarian of Congress. And they won't publish it in order to get the archivist to publish it, Joe Biden would need to go and basically ask them to do it in the same way that Trump told them not to, and he won't do it. And we have been, there's a whole bunch of us trying to get him to do it, and he just won't do it. So, I don't know. I mean, we can keep trying to get Biden to do this, but it's getting Biden to do anything is like trying to pull teeth. Yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath on that. That that you could be waiting a long, long time, and it could never happen. So, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I have a good feeling about this petition, though. Do you know? I think we can. Do you know how many people have signed it already? I have no idea. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, because I didn't even know about it until a few days ago because yeah, i think again you guys had talked with tammy on your show about it i'm pretty sure that that's where i heard it for the first time yes uh, well it's I mean, gonna be it's gonna be a long process because even with the appeal in september that's going to be a court date and then it could drag out for another year maybe even more so it's very, and it, it depends on the lawyer. I know he is John Phillips now. The lawyer that he had, that Joe had initially, must have been a horrible attorney. 
for well, he had public pretenders, aka public defenders. Yeah, prison sex. They call them public pretenders. Yeah, 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 yeah. They that's they, not a word I made up. They, they basically work for the court. They work for yeah. the state, for the government. So that's not really going to be too helpful, you know, when you're trying no. to to defend yourself. No. I had. But yeah, like I said, an appeal doesn't. I mean, if you're granted it, it's not like you get out tomorrow. No. No. No, and it after be... after I had Tammy on, I had Tim Stark on my show. He claims that he has has proof. He he has evidence that would exonerate Joe, but he refuses to give up that information and that evidence. Until he finds a way where it can help him also. Which, uh, I can't blame him for that. Everybody's a little bit selfish. And his life was ruined also, in part, by Carol Baskin. So, but he does say, and I tried to I tried to get him to tell me. I told him I wouldn't tell anybody, but tell me where this evidence is, and he wouldn't do it. So, I, he, he does say that he has, that he has real evidence that could really help Joe. So, I don't know. He's not doing anything with it at the moment. He probably does. He probably really does. He just may. He said, you know, he used a few derogatory terms for Joe, but he did say that they are friends. He's got no problem with Joe. He likes Joe. So, it's not that he's withholding it because he wants Joe to rot in prison. He actually, I believe he said that, he doesn't think Joe deserves to be in prison, or especially not for that long. Uh, but the reason why he won't release this information, this evidence, is because he's looking for a way where it can help him also. And then there's a the whole thing where Jeff Lowe is also now saying, I saw on Tiger Tales, John Phillips's channel, who is Joe's lawyer, Je- Jeff Lowe is saying that he's willing, he signed an affidavit, he's willing to recant his testimony, his story, his story, and he's willing to help Joe also. So I, 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 yeah. So I assume this is all going to come out in the appeals process. I would think. Well, that's hopeful. Yeah, yeah. You should check that out. I mean, Tiger Tales on on YouTube. Jeff, I mean, Jeff Lowe and Lauren were in john phillips's office this was uh, and actually joe was on speaker it, it was a phone call between joe jeff lowe lauren and john phillips it was a very interesting episode hmm. i will have, we'll have to go look yeah. at that yeah definitely check that one out i was surprised i was really surprised that jeff and joe were talking calmly and peacefully and Jeff was saying that he wants to help Joe. So that adds a different dynamic that, you know, throws a whole different uh, deal into the mix. So it's, it's all very dramatic. It's all very real. It's all very interesting. And I'm curious how this is going to play out in the end, if there ever is an end. And then it comes down to prison reform. People, he's, Joe, Joe's not being treated very nicely. They've been rude to him since the beginning. But again, he's not the only one. In prison, you're not given enough toilet paper. You're not, you're not given a fair shake. They give you food that says not safe for human consumption. Mm-hmm. And that's gross. Right. Well, I have no pity. I, I mean, if you're talking someone like Joe, or you're talking even drug offenders, low, low rate stuff, but when you're talking about murderers and and or a rapist or someone who harmed children or animals, I don't think they deserve to be treated very well. If they've taken a life, if they've ruined someone's life, that but for drug offenders, okay, you can say, oh, drugs are bad. Okay, fine. But who, who's the real victim? Even if they were a drug dealer, I still feel that they should be treated with respect because whoever they sold the drugs to, they didn't force anybody to take drugs. Everybody has to have personal responsibility. So for those type of inmates, I agree. There should be some 
some sort of um, they should they should be treated decently. In other words, so, so I agree yeah. with prison reform in that aspect. But people who have murdered somebody, taken people's lives, and ruined people's lives through rape or did harm to children, it's going to ruin them for the rest of their lives in one way or another. I have no mercy. I have no pity for people like them. But otherwise, I agree with you completely because most are low level type things compared to murder and rape. So, I uh, yeah, yeah, and Joe, um, someone like Joe should not be treated the way that he's being treated, and I heard all about that in your episode as well. Yeah, Joe has been in solitary, which is essentially torture. I mean, you're given a concrete slab to sleep on, not a joke, and you have, like, a toilet and some water that comes out, and that's about all you get. No, they locked you in the shower, and that's scary, too, in a lot of, for a lot of ways. Yeah. A lot of people in the shower. They tied him down and made his wrist bleed. Why would they do that? He didn't kill anybody. No, he didn't. And, I mean, he's got a mouth, but he's relatively harmless. Yeah, I know in the beginning with COVID, they did try to keep everybody separated. So for a period of time, not not locking him in the shower, but solitary, keeping inmates away from each other. When you're going through a pandemic and it was very serious in the beginning, that I can see. But there has to come a point where that all has to has to change. Yeah, and they I mean, that brings up they couldn't even really give prisoners masks because they didn't trust him with them. And that's, you know, that's kind of dangerous. Yeah, well, a lot of people have been calling for prison reform for a very long time. I don't know if there's been any progress at all with that. Actually, there has been. Surprisingly, uh, Trump did something wonderful for prisoners. (laughs) So traditionally in federal prison, they chain you around your belly, including pregnant women. Well, Trump changed that. And we don't support Trump, but I support that move. Well, probably because when Trump goes to prison himself, he wants the proper treatment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think he's going to be pregnant. (laughs) Hey, it's 2020, ladies. Anything can happen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he might identify, he might get get arrested and end up being sentenced to prison, and then he may identify as a pregnant woman. And you have to honor that nowadays. You don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, it would, not su- it would not surprise me. If I saw an article like that scrolling through my news feed on Facebook, I would look at it for one second, then I'd be going to look at everything else. It wouldn't even shock me that much. I'd be like, oh, okay, that's that about... That sounds like an article from The Onion. <laughs> yeah, you're the National Enquirer or something, yeah. Yeah, but I would say, oh, that's about right. <laughs> yeah, you'll never know. But yeah, they just actually, just off topic for one second, and I... You're a libertarian. I am apolitical. I honestly, I don't care about either side. I, I don't. I don't like politics. I don't like politicians. But it was in the news a couple of days ago where the feds raided Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago uh, estate in Florida. I wonder what that's about. Yeah, we saw that and. It's not surprising if you've been watching the January 6th committee hearing. No, I haven't. Uh, but I know that the Chris and Andrew Cuomo are calling for the DOJ to explain why. Oh, I actually... It turned into a weapon, political weapon. Yeah, I just remembered. I just remembered why they said they raided his Mar-a-Lago estate. Because they're claiming that when Trump left the White House, he took classified information with him. And that's what they were looking for. That's right. They said they broke into his safe on his property. And yeah, it's classified information that they are claiming he took with him from the White House, which obviously is a big no-no. Yeah, and then you were just spending time with the Saudis. He was playing golf or something with them. So that's a little terrifying. (laughs) Oh, okay. I didn't know that, but... Yeah, that, 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 last week. <laughs> oh, 
Wow. Yeah, that's that's a whole different thing. And just when we just you mentioned we mentioned the name Trump, it just popped in my head that yeah, I just heard that about him. So I don't know. I really don't care what happens to him. He probably threw ketchup on the floor when they showed up. <laughs> threw ketchup on the floor. You heard about that, right? I, I don't think so. No, enlighten me. So in the January sixth committee hearings, um, Mark Meadows, former assistant Cassidy Hutchinson, she testified that. When Bill Barr turned on Trump in an interview, Trump was so angry, he threw his food on the floor like a toddler. (laughs) And there was ketchup everywhere, all over the walls and everything. I'm like, I'm a mom. If my daughter did that, I would be so mad. Well, I'm sure that it was ketchup flying off a Big Mac. I know how much he likes McDonald's, (laughs) so, yeah. But that actually is surprising to hear by itself, because he loves Big Mac so much, I'm surprised, even in a fit of anger and rage, that he would ever discard a Big Mac. He he has to miss too many meals, so I'm surprised he didn't no. didn't do something else. You know, maybe take the lettuce off or anything healthy off of it, tomato maybe, and throw that. But to get rid of the get rid of the actual Big Mac like that, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of him. I could never do it. Yeah. I like my Big Macs too much. Tying that back to Joe, Joe went and, you know, took expired meat and fed it and recycled it and used it. He didn't waste food. Oh, right. Yeah, I remember seeing that. He would he would get uh, expired meat from Walmart and whatnot to feed That's the tiger. To feed the tigers, right? Yeah, I, I remember. I, I still see it in my head from the documentary: a big truckload unloading a bunch of uh, food. It wasn't bad food; it was expired. You know, it's not. But yeah, he didn't waste it. He took what was going to be thrown away and put it to good use. Yeah. Which, in turn, saved him a and lot then, of money because it cost a lot of money to feed those animals. Oh, I'm sure. And then when Jeff Lowe took uh, took over, there was a pizza joint, and somebody in the documentary alluded to the fact that he may have been selling it with the expired meat. I don't remember who it was anymore. Yeah, I heard that too. I, I, I don't remember who, but yeah, yeah, I heard that 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 Jeff Lowe is using that on his uh, pizza. The pizza that'd be gross. That's that's illegal. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're I not... I've worked in restaurants for 20 years. It's illegal. Oh, I'm sure it's illegal, but we all know how much Jeff Lowe respects the law. So it wouldn't really yeah, surprise Jeff me. Does not respect the law. Right. It wouldn't surprise me if that, were, if, if that were true, and I'm sure it is, but who knows? So now, what are you doing besides going on different shows to talk about this and raise awareness for Joe Exotic and the appeal and just trying to trying to garner some attention for it. Uh, are you involved in, in anything else? I don't know if there's other organizations that are behind Joe. I don't know exactly what Tammy has going on right now. Well, I know that Tammy has billboards going up around the country. So we're trying to help her with funding for that. And you can also go donate to help with Joe's expenses. Um, we're we're gonna leave, you know, most everything up to her because she's taking the lead on it, and he made her his executive assistant. So we want to respect that, but we're helping as much as we can with his guidance and her guidance. And I don't think there's any other nonprofits, but we. We don't have a huge YouTube channel, but we are involved in, yeah, we're, we're involved with a big group of people that see, like, have good bullshit meters. Uh-huh. And, like, the Marilyn Manson people, the Johnny Depp people, Andrew Cuomo people who have intelligence and can see through the lies. So that helps with, you know, the public thing. And we're also friends with Chris Cuomo, so we're going to reach out to him. And we do have some politicians who do watch our channel. I'm not going to say who they are, but we do have some that do. So we know that they've already seen it. And we've seen progress for some other people that we've covered that we can't say 
But we have seen other people get a second chance and a fair shot that we've backed before. So it's, you know, it's just getting that one right view, that reaching that one right person even, and you'll get somewhere. Yeah, it's so all you need. It's, that's what we're trying to do. It's kind of like being in the right place at, at the right time. You need to hit that, that one, one sweet spot that could change everything, the whole trajectory of it. And it's very interesting. When I had Tammy on, I believe it was one of the very first questions that that I put to her. How did you become his power of attorney? I really thought the answer was going to be she's a family friend or a longtime friend or something like that. But she wrote him a letter in prison and eventually last year became his power of attorney. I thought that was a very fascinating story. Yeah, we wrote him too, and he asked us to start doing this for him. We told him who we are and what we do, and he said, you know, reach out to Tammy, here's some names and numbers, and get after it, and here's what's going on. And he personally asked us to do it. So we said yes, and we've done it. Oh, that's great. And I, I am going to, for the listeners, I am going to be putting the link to joeexoticusa.com so you can follow Joe. You can help him out. You can support him in that way. So I will be putting that. And also, I will be putting the Gallus Sisters, not twins, but the Gallus Sisters YouTube channel in the show notes as well. And are you going to be having any other characters on from the Tiger King that you know of or you have planned? Oh, you are? Okay. We will. Okay. Yeah, I'm considering... Worked out. <laughs> yeah, I- I'm considering having Tim Stark back on. He's a character. He is one one funny guy. He's the type of person where he can say almost anything and it sounds funny. It is. He was a pretty interesting guest. I'm sure he seemed pretty angry when he lost his zoo. <laughs> he didn't want to leave. Oh yeah, and, he's, we re- and he, like I said, we remember Joe Bodick when he used to do guest spots on Jack Hanna's Animal Adventure when we were kids. That's how we knew who he was. We were like, oh, it's that guy. How long ago was that? How long ago was Joe Exotic? Oh, God. Had to have been when he was pretty new in the... He he was good buddies. He'd go on, like, the morning talk shows, the late-night talk shows with the cast. (laughs) A lot of years. Because I never Um, heard of him until the... Excuse me, the documentary, The Tiger King. I never heard the name. Joe Exotic. So yeah, he. I mean, he's been around a long time. Like he started out doing like mall shows, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Now I remember hearing all that. That actually started the whole, the the whole bullshit with Carol Baskin. She would have him followed around where he was going to the different malls, and they would contact the mall management and convince them not to hire Joe. And that's what. That was the revenue he was using in the winter to feed the animals. So that caused a big problem for him. I don't know. I don't really see a problem with doing that. I mean, we have, we work vendor fairs at county fairs and stuff like that. And people have petting zoos with llamas and horses. And I mean, yeah, what happened to Siegfried and Roy was sad, but it's unusual. Yeah, yeah. very unusual. Yeah. I mean, they were the other big cat guys. Huh? Yeah. They're both, I think they're both gone. Yeah, I think so. Oh, they both are? Okay. I believe so. I believe they're both gone. Yeah, I'm not even sure. But he was doing nothing wrong, and he incorporated a magic act into it. It was a whole show. He wasn't doing anything wrong, but Carol Baskin had had a hard-on for him and just just went after him, and that started... That started the whole war. From what Tammy was saying, that started the the whole war between the two of them. It's just it's weird. Like, are you in love with him? Well, she seems like a huge narcissist, and she's got to be the only one. She's got to be the queen. She has to win. She has to destroy people's lives. And she doesn't seem to care. She doesn't even... And, and her, her new husband, Howard Baskin, man, just... They're, they're so cringy and creepy. Whenever I saw them on the documentary, I would, just, I would just cringe. And I remember 
I believe it was a clip right after Joe was arrested or they won the lawsuit. They It was all staged, obviously, but the camera was on, Carol and Howard Baskin, and th- this, this asshole, Howard, he's so creepy. He's like, oh, uh, a time like this, it's time to celebrate with champagne and brie. And they show them drinking champagne. Oh, he saved this bottle of champagne for a special occasion. And, and he's drinking champagne, they're eating brie, they're kissing. It, it was so disgusting. It was like watching a really bad porn. It was disgusting. Oh, <laughs> it was. It really was. No, it was disgusting. They, they're they're horrible people. Yeah, we we were looking at her YouTube channel because we were just doing some research, and it's the weirdest thing ever. She has a diary channel where she has a diary post below each video, and it's about the weirdest shape. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure it is. Like, what is this? And it's everything is titled numbers. It's titled the exact same thing. And we're on YouTube, and that's not how you use YouTube. (laughs) What is happening here? Yeah, she she's weird. It's very strange. She's an attention whore. Uh, it's 100%. She just likes attention. When I remember that, that one clip they showed, the camera was in her home and they brought the camera into her closet. It was all cat and leopard and tiger printed, everything. That's what she wears every day. Uh, it's just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. People like that are just weird. It's like that's your entire identity. I get it if that's your your life and what you do and your 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 livelihood but to go to that length i think there's something there's something mentally wrong with you she she doesn't seem altogether there and you have to have more than just like oh i'm a zookeeper anybody literally anybody could do that it doesn't take much special talent to be able to throw meat at a tiger however you look at what joe did joe made it a second chance for people who were at the end of the line. He picked up people from the bus stop who had nowhere to go. And he made it into a human rescue, too. And he gave people a job who were unemployable. And he had it, He used it as an act of love. He may not have been perfect, because nobody is perfect. No, no. Nobody's but perfect. he at least had some deeper meaning to his zoo that was working for some greater good for people where Carol's is just all about me. Look at what I'm doing. I'm so wonderful. It's like amazing. Like you said, narcissistic. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could go make a zoo tomorrow, too, if I had funding. Like, what's the big deal? (laughs) Yeah, she's really nothing special, but she portrays herself like she's saving the world. Not only tigers, but the, the world. She's like the greatest ever. Greatest thing since the invention of the wheel. Oh, I just wish that she would just go away. She's annoying. Yeah. And she bragged about basically having slaves, tricking these people into working for free. Yeah. Yeah, well, but the, the, the one thing that she does have behind her is a lot of money, thanks to her husband who quote-unquote disappeared. Uh, if it wasn't for him, she wasn't even, he was into the zoo, what was uh, something on Easy Street. He was, it was called, he, so he was the one who was into that to begin with. She didn't, uh, when, when they, they met, she was what, walking the streets, I think, because she got into a fight with her husband at the time and got in Don Lewis's truck and then they, they got married. He was like, 22 years older than her so she had no life before she met him and he had the money he had a lot of money and she found a way to get basically all of it well and and then you take the caboodle ranch yes that's not a big cat rescue that is a small cat rescue and that actually ended in a very similar way there was a guy by the name of craig and he lived in either california or florida and it was like a cat, like a like a domesticated cat sanctuary. Mm. And somebody was like, oh, the cats are not very well taken care of. And they were all seized by the feds in under an hour, probably. 
And oh. people's cats that they like were beloved, they dropped them there. Yeah. So people and we don't know what happened to the cat. The cats all disappeared. Nobody knows. Oh, they they disappeared. They just they poof. they just the the at the um, PETA or like PETA sending undercover people to like work there and trick them. Yep. And then they came and they confiscated every single one of the cats. Don't even get me started about PETA. Well, yeah, they, that's they a weird. That's a weird thing too. I was just about to say that PETA, you know, for the ethical treatment of animals, but. They say I, I've read so many negative stories about them. They take it a little bit too far. Those are the people. If they see someone walking down the street wearing a mink coat, they start flipping out and screaming at them. You're a horrible person. You killed. The, uh, you, you can go a little bit too far. Everybody's going to have alligator shoes. There's mink coats. It, it just people use. I have a leather belt. You know, am I a bad human being? No. You know, so they they can go a little bit too far, Peta. We see a lot of those charities, they're so happy to be able to make all this money. Like, if you look at um, Time's Up, which came around during the height of the Me Too movement, within two months, they had raised over $2 million. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they didn't do anything. And that's what these charities often do. They're like, yes, yeah, we're just going to keep making money, show you pictures of crying animals, and then we're going to collect all the money. There is a lot. We, cats. we have three cats. <laughs> there is a lot of money in charity for some people. That's why I really don't, and I sometimes feel bad. But if I go to a store, would you like to donate a dollar to whatever charity it may be, even to to cancer or to the this or that? I don't trust it. I've done research over the years, and when you give a dollar, that dollar. That whole dollar does not go to the charity you, you that you're donating to. Maybe 25 cents will. There are people who run these nonprofit organizations who make 250 grand a year, $300,000 a year. Why should they make that much money? I understand there's administrative, there's this and that, somebody has to run it. Fine, I totally get that, but there's so much corruption in charities that I it makes me not want to give because I'm giving my money to somebody who drives a Lexus and owns a yacht and a mansion at the top of a hill. It, it happens. It happens so much and just makes me very untrustworthy. Yeah. Interesting. That's very true. Oh, yeah. If people yeah. do research, they, they will see the, where, where this money goes. It's not all on the up and up. It really doesn't. It it just doesn't. If I ever donate to anything, it's really to the food bank, usually. Because I know that's legit. But my daughter, she's autistic, and she's 15 now. So we kind of have a a routine and everything now. But when she was younger, she needed a voice device, and she needed an iPad because she has speech-language disorder. Okay. She loved Joe, by the way. She is probably his biggest fan. She absolutely adores him. (laughs) Great. She calls him the cat king because she comes up with her own way of saying like vacuum the cleaner instead of a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> she's really cute. Aww. But uh, we're like, okay, you know, she's got a diagnosis. She's got a certificate of disability from the state. There's lots of charities out there to help autistic people. Let's reach out to them, see if they can help us get her a voice device because it's expensive. We couldn't afford one. No one would help us. Really? No, nothing, nothing. The Pacer Center, nobody's, I'm like, where's all the money going for? You do 5K. Where'd the money go? What are you doing with it? If we have, we're an autistic family, you know, we, well, uh, parents raising an autistic child, and we have one, uh, all our paperwork set up. What, why can't we access any of this help then? They're like, no, sorry. Go back to the public pretenders. Yeah, no, yeah. That's yeah, that that's wild. Because what you were requesting wasn't a lot. You know, you you weren't requesting. You know, I need ten thousand dollars. You know, for and an iPad and a that just doesn't that that's wrong. There's so much wrong with this country and people in general. That that could go down a whole a whole rabbit hole. Oh yeah, 
There's That's cor- a whole other conversation. Yeah, there's corruption everywhere, literally everywhere, and in basically everything. There is some form of corruption, and it all has to do with money. Somebody's getting paid off to do or say something, and they do it. They, they happily take the money, and they do it. That's politics in a nutshell with lobbying and everything else, special interests. It's all, all about money and who you pay and what their, what their position is. They're in a high position. You, you pay them a lot of money. They accept the money, and they do whatever you want to do, whether they believe in it or not. They're, they're going to do it. That's the way it, it's just the way the world goes. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. Well, you're definitely welcome on our YouTube channel to go talk about that, too, because that's a topic that we cover a lot, too. Oh, okay. That would be a very interesting topic to cover. Absolutely. It would be. <laughs> yeah. It, unfortunately, when I, I've done shows on censorship, on free speech, on this and on that and on that, but really what it boils down to, it's just me and other people bitching because it's not going to change anything. And sometimes I feel if it's not really going to change anything, it's just not worth getting aggravated over. It's a a fine line between wanting to take action and maybe be a part of change, but then there's that other 50% where I just feel it's not even worth it. I want to enjoy my life. I want to think about positive or different things, things that make me happy, and not get involved with something that puts me in a web and nothing's going to happen. There's going to be no advancement. There's going to be no no change because, like they say, the old saying, you can't fight City Hall. Yeah, I mean, there's some truth to that. However... Look at places like Russia, Afghanistan, Iraq. If people like us were to speak up there, you get arrested. Oh, I get it. Oh, yeah, I mean, we have the freedom to speak up, but what will it accomplish? Most times it accomplishes absolutely... You wouldn't arrest people like that. (laughs) Huh? If it didn't do anything, they wouldn't arrest people who speak freely. Yeah, well, they just don't want anybody speaking out. They, they don't want society. To, they don't want people to get along. Our government does not want people to get along. They want people divided. Oh, no. They want people divided because that's the only way. If, if there's chaos, they have more control. When everybody gets along and if everything was peaceful, they would have very little control because people would wake up to the fact that they're being screwed right and left. The people that, that are political, that are a staunch Republican, a staunch Democrat, whatever. They follow a tribe, and they do not they do not sway from it. And nobody listens to anybody. And I stopped, I did for a long time. I was very into politics. I would watch CNN all the time. I'd be on up, up on everything political. I finally realized, it was six years ago, I finally realized... I was on YouTube. I was watching a debate between Reagan and I forget who. It was back in 1980. They were debating the same exact things that they were debating in 2016. Uh, the border, abortion, uh, you know, equal rights. It, any, they were the same. If they haven't figured it out in 40 years or more, if they haven't figured out a solution, if the two sides have not come together by now, it's never going to happen. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's all bullshit. If you're arguing having the same debate at the highest levels in government for 40 years in a row, guess what? You're not going to solve the problem because nobody wants to really solve the problem. Because when the problem's solved, they have nothing to argue over. They they lose their, their payoffs. And it, it's a whole vicious and really vicious cycle. It's never-ending. Cyclical. It's just never-ending. So yeah. that's when I just completely said, you know what? I'm done cluttering my mind with, with all this crap. And really, what am I doing? I'm watching TV. I'm watching even the media, the anchors, the ones who report the, well, report their opinions or news, if you want to call it. They're all millionaires. Look it up. They're all millionaires. CNN. Anderson Cooper's worth about $25 million. 
Look what they get paid. They get paid about a million dollars a year, these people. So you're having millionaires, and in some cases multimillionaires, tell you what you should think and how you should feel while reporting on politicians, other multimillionaires, and they all do not get their money honestly. So why should I trying to live my life and and be happy and do things I enjoy? Why should I let my mind be cluttered with all that crap from people who don't care about me at all, at all. Hypocrite. Hypocrites, because total. the former guy that ran CNN, you know, the CEO of CNN, Jeff Zucker, Jeff, yeah. he created Trump. He created Joe Rogan. And he was in charge of CNN. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like on the other side, Fox, <laughs> Roger Ailes, it's all, it's, <laughs> it's all about money and, and people's opinions. It, it doesn't, they don't report real news anymore. It, it's based on their opinion. They, they leave, even if they give you facts, they're leaving out other facts. They're not telling you the whole story. So someone who just watches CNN is going to believe one thing, and people who just watch, say, Fox News is going to believe an entirely other thing on the same subject. But they're going to have two totally different ideas of what's going on. And the truth is always in the middle. But nobody really cares about the middle. They care about their tribe and what what their anchors are telling them on their news stations. And people get lost. That's why people are so angry today. Because they watch too much news. They follow politics. I've been a lot happier since I stopped following politics. I, I Like, I had this whole new life because I didn't have to think. Of, and I really did quit cold turkey. I just, it was New Year's Eve or New Year's Day of, uh, it was, last time I watched it was uh, 2022. It was like around 2016. And I just completely cold turkey stopped watching it. And I didn't miss it. And I didn't care anymore. And I like not caring. It sounds bad. Oh, and if you know, you, you have no right to, you know, say anything if you don't vote. Well, last time I voted was in 2016, and I can say whatever the fuck I want to say, even though I'm never going to vote again because I know my vote really doesn't matter. And I don't want to vote. Either way, it's my choice. No, nobody's going to tell me that I can't speak on this or speak on that because I don't care about politicians. People can do whatever they want to do, and I just live my life the way I want to live my life. I don't let anybody tell me what to do, someone on TV or someone down the street. That's how everybody should live. Well, I agree with you up to a certain point. However, I do have a disabled child. Right. And so much of the government affects her life directly. Well, that's true. Yeah, I see that. Um, I know that Trump tried to cut funding for autism rooms, like disability education, and so much of what they do does affect her and what she has access to and what type of rights she has. I mean, if it were just me, I probably wouldn't care as much. Right. But when it's, it's so hard when you can't communicate, like deaf people can still communicate and mute people can still communicate but she her communication skills are just not there so when things happen when I'm not there she can't explain to me so I just have to pay attention to what's going on because it she can't advocate for herself and someone like her is at the mercy of the government Right, that's and, a whole different story. You you have to have a vested interest in that. You 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 personally have to. It's personal to you. Yeah, because she can now read, write, tell time, and do math because she got a whole bunch of free therapy from her school, and her teacher was a speech therapist for many years, paid by the government. And I, her quality of life has definitely improved because of that, and. That's why we pay attention. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it does affect us directly, and if we take our eyes off from it, you know, we almost lost it, because Trump did try to take that from the disabled children. Tried to, they don't need to, they don't need to go to school. They don't need an extra room. They don't need a speech therapist as a teacher. That's too expensive. Just keep them home. No, that's not fair. No. No, 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 it is not. 
But the Gala Sisters, I thank you for coming on. I think we're going to wrap it up. And, uh, yeah, you're doing a great thing by supporting Joe Exotic and the whole prison reform because there are a lot of problems and you're very seem to be very behind it and you're very active and uh that's a great thing and yeah i would like to come on your show one day and we can talk about all the great things going on in the country and the world <laughs> so well thank you so much for having us yeah sure and thank you for supporting joe yeah. oh no problem friend, i'm uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of the day out in Minnesota. I am in sunny, hot New Jersey right now, so I'm going to enjoy the rest of the nice day. All right. Great. All right. Rhea and Rachel, the Gala sisters, take care, guys. Yep. Good talking to you. You too. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Well... The Gala Sisters, everybody. Check them out on YouTube. Bye, everybody.